March the 7th, 2019, and I am coming to you live from the great city of San Diego, or as ancient people refer to it as a whale's vagina. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's a great city, but it's a fun city. Um, I had a little adventure today. I went and uh, visited the city, did some stuff I hadn't done before, drove around a little bit, shot the shit. Um, and we're going to get into this right now, but what happened was, and right now I'm going down this, I parked in the parking structure, the paid parking, you know, where it's got, you go up the levels and you find the open spot. Well, my idea is, so that way you don't get lost and there's no confusion or bullshit. When you park at a parking garage structure lot thing, I go all the way to the fucking top because nobody's at the fucking top. At the top of the buildings, you usually could see around you, like, because you're way up there, 8, 9, 10, 12 stories up. You could see the city most of the time. Um, and then nobody's up there. And so if you go, you come back, you get out, you're drinking, blah, 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 you know, you're out partying. You just know you hit that top floor, boom, you fly up in the elevator because these bitches got elevators. And you know, like, that's where I'm going to be. Like, that is, hey, motherfucker. Oh, oh, the garage is opening for me. But you just know that that's where your car is going to be. And there's no need to even stress. Now, bear with me because I'm trying to get out this bitch and I got to do my ticket thing and all that good nonsense. Let's go. Ticket. Thank you. Okay. So, as I was saying, you know, I park all the way up at the top because it's a no-brainer. When, you, when you're drunk as shit, coming home from the club, you know, in a big city... And you get to the damn parking garage. You don't want to be like, damn, did I park on the third, fourth, fourth floor? Oh, I thought it was over there. No, it's over here. And then you do that stupid ass thing with your keys, like, you push the button so that way you can, like, oh, okay, well, I can find myself if it's honking. And sometimes you're like, shit, that motherfucker's loud. You don't want to do that. So you can just take all that out of the equation and just go to the top floor. You hit the top floor. There's only going to be, like, three cars up there, yours being one. So that's the way it is. So I was just going down the fucking spiral as it was right now. But either way, as I was saying, I'm out here in the city of San Bernardino. Or San Bernardino. Wow. San Diego. Uh, down here, downtown, uh, fucking Broadway and like 5th. I was actually at the House of Blues at a concert just right now. Getting out of... Uh, 
seeing Hatebreed bleeding through, Asesino, Strife, and I don't know the opening band's name, but I could look it up a little bit later, which I'm probably going to look up, because they were somewhat decent. The lineup, I didn't know what to expect of this show. I just knew that Bleeding Through and Hatebreed were playing. I was not going to miss it. Um, as is the case, I was not going to miss it. Those are two of my all-time favorite bands of all fucking time. They know denying anybody in the metal. You know who Hatebreed is in hardcore. You know who Hatebreed is. They got a song you like. It doesn't matter if you like them or not. Bleeding Through is no stranger to California. You know what's up there. Um what it is man so let me rewind you to march the 5th which was tuesday i finished up my job that i was working in pasadena which i had been out at for like about a week and i finished and i was like damn i'm just gonna beat the rain like i knew it was gonna rain on the next day which would have been March the 6th, which was yesterday. So I finished March the 5th. You know, I got home, got done, called it a day. Um, was ecstatic because it started raining about 7 or 8 at night on Tuesday the 5th. And didn't stop raining until the 6th. Till yesterday. About... About six, so it rained a good, almost a good 24 hours straight up. Like, and it rained hard yesterday, like most places, man. I was like, su- oddly surprised how much it poured, and I was like, fuck, like I'm not gonna work today, obviously, because I knew it was gonna rain. But it poured, and I was like, fuck, that might fuck up work for a few days. So, lo and behold, the decision was made. Um, I made the decision in my head. I was like, you know what? I am just going to sneak off to San Diego for the whole day, which turned out to be a great idea because I was out here walking around, shooting the shit. Um, I'll give you the play-by-play right now, but, you know, I had a blast today. I got out here about 9 in the morning, and it is now 11.15 at night, and I'm, like, Searching for the way to the freeway, which I'm struggling right now because I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I'm doing this with no GPS because I'm doing my podcast. As is the standard now of what I do, I guess. But anyways, this morning I woke up. I took my nephew to school. I dropped him off at 7 a.m. in his high school. Gave him the deuce. I put 30 bucks of gas and I jetted down here. And when I mean I jetted down here, I hit little to no resistance of traffic up until I got to San Diego. And uh, I'm a homer, so I made a pit stop at Hillcrest, the Starbucks on Hillcrest. It's actually on University. It was right in the middle of Hillcrest. I made a pit stop, got me my strawberries and cream frappuccino, which is no longer strawberries and cream frapp. I don't know what it's called currently, but it's some bullshit. It's pretty good. 
I mean, it's pretty good. It's like the only thing I can drink from there. And it's not that it's the only thing I can drink. It's the only thing I fucking like. I don't... Oh, I can't stand coffee. I know that irks a lot of people. Like, dude, you don't drink coffee? No, I don't fucking drink the fucking... The fake-ass tea that's just burnt. It's just... Somebody was like, alright, we're going to burn these little beans, and somehow it's going to taste good. No, the fuck it's not. No, the fuck it's not. Who the fuck... Anyways, that's another debate for another goddamn day. I hope I'm not fucking lost. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't drink coffee, so the only thing I get at fucking Starbucks... Shit, I'm going the wrong fucking way. Goddamn freeway. Uh, the only thing I get from Starbucks is the fucking strawberries and cream frap, which has been the only thing I've been drinking from there for years. I mean, I could thank a certain ex girlfriend is the only she's the one that showed me it, and that's I've been drinking that shit ever since. I probably had two or three hundred of them in my lifetime. And they're good. I mean, they changed it up recently, uh, this within the last year, to be in some other bullshit that it's not exactly strawberries and cream frap anymore, but it's strawberry blast bananas. I don't know what the fuck it is now. But it's, it's still pretty good. It's okay. But I stopped in Hillcrest. Um, you know, you shoot the shit there for a little bit. And I came up with a game plan because I didn't really have a game plan for... Oh, God. I didn't have a game plan for San Diego. I just kind of came out here on a whim. But once I was out here, I was actually going... I was really, really eyeballing the San Diego Zoo. But that did not happen because San Diego Zoo is like 50 bucks. And I just didn't feel like being trapped in the zoo. 50 bucks, you know. And I didn't want What I didn't want to do is get there at like, you know, 10 a.m. And then just... You know, you want if you pay forty bucks to get into something, you want to get your money's worth. You know what I mean? You don't want to fucking, you know, uh, just like get in there and get out. You know, like see a lion and then dip. I would like to see the giraffes. I would like to see like all that kind of shit, man. Like, you know, it's what it is. It's just how I think about it, like, I'm like, well, but I, so, I didn't want to stay there the whole day, so instead, I went from Hillcrest, and I went to Old Town, I like, I really like Old Town, it's one of my favorite things to see in San Diego, because there's not really nowhere else quite like it, it kind of reminds me, like, the little, like, if you were in a, one of those old school Mexican novella flicks, where, like, you know, they're just living in this really, little, like, old school, like, kind of Western, but it's distinctly Mexican lifestyle, and it's just, you know, it's, it's dope, I like it, I mean, it's, hands down, it's, like, one of the most unique things that I've ever, like, holy shit, I think I'm fucking way lost, it's one of the most unique things that I've ever, you know, places I've ever visited, so I come, I, you know, I visited it, I actually got a couple of things this time around, usually I don't fucking get anything from it, but this time I did, I got a couple of souvenirs, 
which you don't pay to get into the old town. You know, parking is free. If you can find parking, it's usually free. And then you just walk around and you take a bunch of pictures, get cultured, man. This shit is from like the 1800s, you know, when it was like, that's how long it's been preserved. Um, but yeah, I was in Old Town for a cool minute. I got me a, a fucking a Raiders. They're not, are they ponchos or, I don't know what it is, but I, I got it because it was Raiders and I was like, I have been looking for one and this one is cool and it was right up my alley. I got my mom's a coffee mug with a spoon attached to it, but it's not just a regular coffee mug and a spoon. It's like a handmade one. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. So I was like, well, you know, I'll get that for her. And, you know, and I, I ended up getting me, there was a randomly, there's a salsa store in there that sells, I think, what is it called? I even forget the name of the store, but I went in there and I just, I was like, yo, dude, you guys got some hot, hot salsa. And they were like, yeah, we got this. And I tried like four different brands and they all burnt. But the guy was like, dude, you like it hot, hot. And I was like, yeah, dude, I don't want to go like stupid hot because I feel like the flavor isn't going to be there. But you can give me the hot shit. But just give me something that tastes good. So I got this ghost pepper smoky shit. I don't know. It's pretty good. It was like 10 bucks. Um, I did that. Uh, I took a bunch of pictures in there. Obviously, my Snapchat feed is blowed the fuck up. When, as I stated before, I do that shit occasionally. Um, usually I post once a day, if that. Uh, tonight, I might go home and fucking save the video. Hopefully, I remember before I get home. Or when I get home, to save it because I fucking hate that I didn't do that in San Francisco on one of the days I was over there. But either way, save that shit. I'm fucking lost. I am super fucking lost, man. I need to get the fuck off this goddamn podcast and figure out where I'm going. But I'm not totally lost yet. There's still hope for me. I see lights and shit. Uh, yeah, I was in Old Town. I walked around. I, um, you know, Old Town is really, Old Town is legit, man. I give, I give it. If you've never been there, I give it a solid. I know where the fuck I'm at. I know exactly where I'm at. I've been right here. Wow. Fucking incredible. I am on Florida University. Amazingly enough, I ended up right back in Hillcrest. Or North Park, actually. Insane. Incredible. I'm going to make a left. And I will know how to get home from here. Because I've been here. I've actually walked this little section of street that I've been on. Or that I'm driving on right now. But either way, that's neither here nor there. Um... From Old Town, I went to Coronado, the little Coronado Island, and I had never been to Coronado. It's nice. I would like to stay there like a weekend, you know. Um, I would like to stay there a weekend. Like it seems, San Diego is really nice to stay, like anywhere. The only thing that I don't, there's. San Diego is much different than, like, all the other big cities in the fact that outside of the big attractions, you know, SeaWorld, the San Diego Zoo, 
Like, you draw a blank. Yeah, there used to be the Chargers. You draw a blank, though. But now that I've been here, now that I can see all this little stuff, there's stuff that I'd like to do here that I just haven't done because, you know, it's just like, wow, like, I never, I never just randomly come down here for shit. Never. But, like, randomly days, randomly, I do. At random times, I do. I come down here, but, and, like, it's completely random. And I don't game plan for it, because I don't vacation down here, because I'm not like, oh, this is, it's different when I go to San Francisco, because I'm going to go visit the Oakland Raiders, and it's my birthday, and I, now I, I can, I know everything, like, San Francisco, like, the back of my head. I haven't been to San Diego that many times. Probably, like, the third or fourth time I've been down here in the last three or four years. And while it is fun, every time I've been here, um, I start uncovering more shit to do. You know, like, today I visited the Sunset Cliffs, which is really dope. You, I only uh, think you need to see it, like, for, like, half an hour to an hour, and then you're done there. But that's something that i seen before, and I was like, oh, I would like to do that the next time I'm here. And that's what I did. I went to go to the... Hey, wait a minute. I went to the fucking... The Sunset Cliffs. You know, it's what it is. Um, But from, from Old Town, I went to Coronado. Coronado is nice. Um... Like I said, I drove around and I actually got off and walked a little bit, you know, at, um, I think, the Coronado Park. It's like right as soon as you go up and over the Blue Bridge and you, you land, you make an immediate right, and then you make another right, and you just go down and you follow that, and it takes you, like, to the foot of the bridge, and there's a park there. And I think it's busier on the weekends because uh, today's a Thursday, so it's nothing that I went to was actually really busy, which was really dope because I got to park and just see a lot of shit. Like, old town, I parked immediately, and I just started walking around. But I went to Coronado, and I hung out there for about an hour. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I wanted to get to moving, because by that time, it was already, like, mm, I want to say, like, one or two. From there, I took off, and I went to... um, I actually wanted to drive by SeaWorld, and I did. I went by SeaWorld, I got to see SeaWorld. I don't know if I've ever... I don't know if I've been to SeaWorld. Uh, I'd like to, though. I mean, even though, fuck SeaWorld for the, you know, the orcas and shit. And I have fucked SeaWorld for a lot of reasons. And I'm going to say fuck the zoo for a lot of reasons, too. But the main reason why SeaWorld is a son of a bitch is because it... The killer whales, what they did, I mean, that's fucked up. I mean, I understand, like, starfish and little fish and octopuses, things like that. I understand that. But, you know, big-ass animals. Like, I, I would hate to see a great white tame. The great whites, they just are not fucking tameable. They don't want to be in, and they just die in captivity, the orcas should do the same shit, but they don't, they live, um, 
Anyways, I'm finding my way now. I'm on the freeway. Uh, so, but I still want to kind of go to SeaWorld. I mean, just because I've never been, I, you know, I guess a little bit of the, I don't know if it's notoriety or the little bit of like, you know, because it's a hot, hot, it's a hot topic. It's a hot debate whether or not fuck SeaWorld or not. I'm part of the fuck SeaWorld movement, I, but it's more, I'm more focused on they need to release the goddamn Shamu. Uh, and the orcas, they need to release them back into the wild. They cannot be having them big motherfuckers caged up in the last pond. A little drip of fucking thing. And I don't want to even get into the specifics of it, like my stance on animals, but they, they come on. It's a big ass creature in the fucking smallest of fucking ponds, man. Like, there isn't, you cannot, those, those animals are travel hundreds of miles a day, and they gotta swim in circles in a fucking little pool. It's just not right. Anyways, I still like to go to SeaWorld. I'd like to. But I drove by it, and didn't realize that they had a roller coaster, which was kind of interesting, because I was like, the f- why the fuck do they have a roller coaster? But then it makes sense. If a lot of kids go, I mean, they don't want to just look at animals. They want to do something like, yeah, a roller coaster would be nice, or even a couple of roller coasters. But I've never been. I also haven't been to Legoland in a cool minute. I haven't been since I can open. I would like to go there and see what the fuck is up now. Uh, but I drove by, and then I ended up hitting uh, Belmont Park. Walked around that for a little bit. Um, went up to Mission Beach. I was going to try to get off and walk around Mission Beach, but it didn't. I couldn't find any fucking parking. And then it just, like, I drove past Mission Beach, you know, I was like, alright, I'm gonna turn around, and then I had the same problem when I turned around, I couldn't pull over, and then I couldn't find any parking, so I ended up, I was like, oh, I'll just go to these Sunset Cliffs, which is something that I see a lot of people fucking taking pictures of of themselves there, and I was like, yeah, this is really dope, like, I'd like to fucking go there, and so I went there, it was a little, like, 20-minute drive. I went there, and I wasn't disappointed. I was actually highly impressed by walking literally next to the sheer drops that is fucking these sunset cliffs. They're, like, 50-foot or 100-foot drops down to, like, the rocks. It's just, but it's incredible. Like, the water goes up in there, and it splashes up, nearly gets you wet, but then you're like, oh, okay. You know, this is fucking, uh, these cliffs. The cliffs are dope. I liked it. But like I said, I was there for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I took all the pictures I wanted to take. And I just was like, okay, well, that's it. That's all I need to do. Like, I don't need to fucking be here anymore. So from there, I went the downtown area it had it been about three o'clock and I decided to fucking I was starving so I was like well all right I'm gonna give me something to eat because I have this consulator I don't want to be in there starving either you know I haven't eaten all day I had that Starbucks which isn't food uh, and I went and I ended up getting I went to uh, this place had really good food uh, it was called 
something Boca. Um, damn it, I don't even know the name of the place. It's so fucking bad. It's Argentina Boca or something like that. And I was, I was in Little Italy, and I was gonna get Italian food, but I was like, well, I kind of wanted a steak, and I just randomly waltzed upon a steakhouse, and the steaks were like 25 bucks, so I was like, okay, well, that's good, that's a good price, and I ended up getting a beer, a Corona, uh, a steak with potatoes, asparagus, and chimichurri. And if you guys don't have never tried chimichurri, I highly recommend it, man. Uh, chimichurri is, I think it's parsley, basil, garlic, olive oil, in a little mix. And maybe there's some other ingredient or two in there. Maybe some onions, I'm not sure. But the shit is fire, man. I mean, I've had chimichurri now a few times. And that shit just goes fuck. I don't know what it is about it, but it goes so good with fucking steak, man. Holy shit. All you gotta do is dip your meat in the chimichurri and it fucking enhances it. Your steak's already juicy. This is better than, I mean, chimichurri is fucking banging. I don't know how else to say it. Fucking, that shit smacks, yo. So, from that, I had that. I let my food go down and I was like, alright, well, it's already about 4.35. I'm gonna drive over to downtown and get parking to this Pasta Blues, but I'll relax for a little bit, you know, just kicking in my car. So I parked, I got there about, around about five. And I fucking, I parked, like I said, went all the way up. I got my shit, headed out. Got to the place about six. Got in about 6.20 after I got my ticket, waited in a few lines. And as I was walking in, the first man was just doing their little warm up. I was like, cool, I'm on right on time, and music started within like 10 minutes of me being there. Like I said, I don't remember the first band's name. I was watching. Now, let me stop and pause to tell you this. The House of Blues of San Diego has the poorest, and when I say poorest, I don't even mean poorest, I mean the fucking worst the most atrocious fucking design for a concert venue that I have maybe ever been to. It's fucking, it's bad. And when I mean bad, I mean it's, the words don't describe how bad it is. It's terrible. First and foremost, you walk in and you think, oh, okay, well, this is going to be right here is the stage. No, you walk in to like an upper VIP area where you can't really be there. Like, there's like, because you don't have VIP, they don't let you sit in the seats up at top. Uh, There's beer and stuff up there. And there's like little to no standing room. So they scuttle you down to the bottom. Like you have to go down three flights of stairs, which is not, not, that's not, it's not crazy to do stairs, but. You go down, and then there's another bar, and the columns supporting the upper level are, like, right where you would think people are going to mosh, and, like, it just shrinks everything down, 
It's fucking small in there. The House of Blue in Anaheim is so much better, man. Like, holy shit, it's fucking great. And I'm not even a fan of House of Blues because... Nine times out of ten, the House of Blues... Their tickets are expensive to go there. They're on automatic 30 or 40 bucks. And then most of the time they're in areas of the world where you like have to pay for parking or it's just hard to get to. The House of Blues in Anaheim is still there. They're rocking it. I just was there not that long ago and it's a pain in the ass to get to. It's actually not a pain in the ass, but it's a pain in the ass just being there because you got to park you're right next to Disney and it's just a, it's just a headache. Um... The House of Blues that used to be in L.A. on Sunset Boulevard, and I don't know if L.A. has a House of Blues anymore. I don't know. But that one, dope-ass venue, hard to park. Hard as fuck to park. This House of Blues down here, no different. It's just hard to get to, hard to park. Um, the House of Blues, that's, what, that's, all, that's all it is. It's just it's these places that are just hard to fucking get to. Hard to park. Number one reason why I don't fuck with it. But nonetheless, I was in there. Uh, terrible layout to a venue. Um, don't rent. I don't recommend going there. Even though I had fun, I had fun while I was there. I just don't recommend it. If you can catch said show anywhere else in San Diego, do so. You, trust me, you will thank me later. If you ever go there, you'll be like, "Fuck, man, I could told you." Anyways, the first band kicked off about ten minutes. I was, I was being at, of me being in there, and I don't know their name. Uh, doing them a disservice, because they actually were okay, they were okay, and was highly entertained by what they had going on, and when I mean highly entertained, you know, I was just tapping my foot, bobbing my head, like, feeling it, I, I felt that they were trying, which is good, because some bands just, they, there's nobody there, there's nobody moving, and like, you tell the energy of the band is just not in there, because they're like, they're not getting anything from the crowd, and they're just, they're just trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. But they were playing pretty decent. I felt like they were trying. So that's a solid 9 out of 10 on effort. And then the music was decent too. I got to give it like a 7 out of 10. I don't like, I don't know any songs, so I can't really tell you anything about them. Which is not a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either. Uh, I'm going to look them up and see who they are. I'll figure it out. Well, that being said, the next band up was Strife. Now, Strife, I heard several times playing Shows of Terror and all kinds of other bands from LA. Uh, I never got in, I never got totally overblownly into like old school hardcore music, like the Mad Balls, the Terrors, the, the Strifes, the Comeback Kid. That's not I mean, I did, I did dig Madbon, I did dig Sworn Enemy, and there's a few bands that just blurred the lines, like Hatebreed. Hatebreed's got, like, a lot of that old school vibe to them. Um, but, I like, I don't fuck with Sick of It All. Like, I like one song. They're just not my, those are just not, that's just not my genre of shit to listen to. When I put on, there's something that doesn't translate on the records that is there when you see it live. And a lot of bands, like Terror, is a million times better live than they are, I think, on the record. Um, 
there's a lot of bands like that. Death Star is a million times better live, but on the record, it kind of like, bro, where did, what happened? Like, they were just recorded. The recording's off. But that's, like I said, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Stripe played, and they played well. I actually was getting their set, too. Like, I got to give them, I've never seen them before, and I don't know no songs, and not that I'm all of a sudden a Stripe fan, but I give them a solid I give them a solid, like, 8 out of 10 as well. Uh, A-plus effort. Them dudes are old. They look old, and they're still jumping around on stage like some young 20-year-old bucks, buck kids. And, you know, you got to give them, you got to give them, like, a solid 9 or 10 for effort because they're old as shit. They could have just been old turds out there out of breath, barely headbanging to the songs, you know. But they were jumping around, doing their doing their due, due diligence. Fantastic. Uh, like I said, I don't know no songs. I'm not going to become the biggest fan because it's not my style. I mean, maybe I'll give them a dust. I might dust off a song or two if I can't find a song or two from them. But they were good. And they gave way to Asesino. Now, Asesino... Asesino... Uh, I've been well aware of who they are for a cool minute. I know they they like playing with Brujeria when they come to town. Now I know fucking why. Asesino is a fucking, like, all their songs are in Spanish. So it's Spanish metalcore. No, I actually don't even know if it's metalcore. It's probably like Spanish death metal, which is fucking great. That's exactly what Brujeria is. And it was so refreshing for me in my eyes because I'm like, I get jaded on a lot of bands because it sound the same or they're doing the same fucking shit over and over. And it happens. I mean, everybody wants to have the hardest, craziest, fastest songs. And there's only so many variations of the hardest, craziest, fastest songs that you can get before someone sounds similar to something else you've already heard. You know. But as you know, to me, it was they're more metal. And I, don't, I haven't really been... I like what I like, and I've been branching out from what I like, finding other shit that I kind of like now. Like, for example, Hunt the Dinosaur. I've just, like, recently got turned on to Hunt the Dinosaur, and I'm like, I need to know who these people are, because their shit is wild. Destructo is insane. But either way, like, I also seen, I had never seen, and I knew they were, I knew they rolled around with, when they come, when Brujeria is over in LA or California doing some shows, and Asesino, yeah, they, they play all their songs are in Spanish, and I understood what the guy was saying most of the time, and I don't think anybody else does, or maybe some people do, but I was like, yo, this is kind of cool, and them too, I gotta give them like a like a solid eight, eight or nine out of ten as well, like probably a nine out of ten. And and I give them, I probably give them the benefit of the doubt of being in like a nine out of ten, just for the sheer. There's only three people, and they make a lot of fucking ruckus for three people. Uh, they had the lone cover song of the night, which was "Angel of Death" by Slayer, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. I was like, yo, like. I haven't been fucking with Slayer anymore because uh, they're done, and I can get into why 
I used to love Slayer like a lot. I like you know Seasons in the Abyss and I used to like Chemical Warfare. I used to like Slayer a lot. And then you know God Save Us All was brand new for me back in high school. It came out September 11th if you don't remember or don't know. But Slayer is one of these bands where I liked them because they were like really thrashy and really like super fast. And there was a lot of satanic imagery to it. And they just, to me, they've been, I don't know, like you give a band three or four strikes and then they're out, right? And what I mean like that, like first, I found out that they're Catholics and they preach that shit, or they're actually, like, I don't know if they worship God or what the fuck, but I know they're Catholic, and I'm like, alright, you motherfucker, like, okay, and then, the man hurled the term snowflake at people bitching about Donald Trump, and I was like, okay, you fuck, and then it's just like, you know what? Slayer as a band really, really dropped the ball with a lot of the younger bands. Um, you know, if you notice who Slayer tours with, they don't have their best intention of the underground thrashy bands no more. There's pretty much, I don't want to use the word sellout, but Literally, they don't tour with anybody that makes any sense, and I can't I can't pull myself to fucking go to any of their shows because none of their shows are good. They're just not. I don't fucking feel like seeing uh, Slayer in Megadeth or Slayer in fucking. The last good tour that they were on was the Big Four. And it was Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, and. I can't think of the other band. Megadeth. That was an okay show. But outside of that, like... Even their farewell, farewell tour with Lamb of God, and I can't even think... Anybody, like, in Lamb of God, the same thing. Like, Lamb of God doesn't tour with anybody good anymore. They're one of these bands, I think they're bigger than they are, and it's it just what it is. So whatever, I mean, I could get into more reasons why I kind of like turned a blind eye to Slayer. Like, I don't really fuck with them anymore. It's just, there's a lot of reasons to it. And I'm an elitist too, and they don't make great music anymore. They just don't. Uh, they just fucking don't. I really care to listen to anything that they're doing now, because I'm not going to like it, so I might as well not listen to it. But either way. Assassino covered Rain and Blood or uh, Angel of Death, which was dope as shit because I hadn't heard that song in a full minute, and it's done by somebody other than Slayer, and it's just like a breath of fresh air. Like, wow, like this is cool. Uh, and I say Assassino is cool. I don't know any other songs. I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed their set. I was again, I was bobbing my head, banging my head. Tapping my foot, vibing with the shit. And I liked it. 
you know, am I going to be a big Asesino fan now? No, but I might look them up or I might recommend. Like, if I know they're playing a show with somebody else and, and there's another cool band up there, yeah, they're pretty, might be worth going to watch. But they ended, and then it, it was the two reasons why I went bleeding through in Avery. Bleeding through. I seen them in December, the December decimation, and that was the last concert of 2018, and we are now in March, and these are the first concerts of this year, this is the first one, wait, am, is that even, yeah, I think so, uh, tonight started what is going to be, I've got two other concerts, I was trying to get to Ghost Inside, and I fell, and the shit sold out in minutes, whatever, but tonight was Bleeding Through, and I'm a Bleeding Through fan, so it's, they, they play 10 out of 10 set every time, uh, they kind of, I don't know if it's more of a San Diego thing, but they switched up some of their set from what they've been playing as the headliner to more of a more streamlined set, I think. They played uh, a couple of new songs, like two new, two new songs, a shitload of old songs. The only song that they played that I hadn't heard in a full minute is uh, Antihero. Now, I have to dust that song off, but that song is good, man. I hadn't heard that song. They don't play it often. I don't know why. Um, if anybody knows Antihero, the song, that shit fucking slaps, bro. Especially in the end. Um, they ended with Revenge I Seek, which is. I, they should end. Uh, I don't, they should end their sets with Revenge I Seek at all the fucking time shows you or they should open with that motherfucker uh, but they ended with it and as this is the code that is the song that is defined my life so I had to make some movements during that shit um, I didn't watch as much tonight because the fucktards in San Diego and at the house of were wetting the floor making the shit slippery, and I don't know why the people do that, whatever, I mean, it's what it is, so I just waited till the floor dried up a little bit, and you can tell because you're, you're standing there, you're slippery, and you get sticky, once you get sticky shoes, you're free to go, so I had to wait like three songs for the sticky shoes to kick in, uh, washed a little bit, and then I dipped out, listened to a few songs, and they opened with Love Lost, which is great. They ended with Prevent Seek, which is great. They didn't play any old, old songs. Uh, nothing off a portrait that I'm aware of. I mean, they went by so quick. I don't know. I don't think so, though. Um, they probably played like 10 songs. 10 or 11 songs. I'm not sure how many songs they played, but... You know, 
they played well. Uh, they're rambunctious. That that band that never fails me. Like uh, the dude is fucking physically fit, so he's not out there. He's not slouching up there either, like out of breath. Yeah. They everything they do is they just fucking play. It's just fucking like monstrous. It's fast. You know, the breakdowns are just fucking. They just fucking are even faster and they're the harder and the crazier. They played a lot off of the truth. They had they had played a tragedy of empty streets for a cool minute, and that was kind of fun hearing because I hadn't listened. That's one of those songs that's like probably on the truth is probably like may it's not my favorite song off the truth. Maybe maybe it is. I don't know, but it's one of my favorite ones. It's like. One of the only ones that I for sure want to listen to when I throw that album on, like, I want to listen to Tragedy of Empty Streets, because that shit fucking hits hard. Um, they played the very first song off the tree, which I don't know the name of it. For Love and Failure, I think. Uh, that shit is dope. And they played a few other songs, and... You know, like I said, I'm I'm a bleeding through fan, so their sets on the regular are tens out of tens. And this one, even though it's short, I still give it I still give it like a high nine and a half out of ten. You know, they didn't play anything old old, which is kind of a letdown, but you know, whatever. And then they played a short set, which is why I came to San Diego to see them because whatever set that they got. Uh, if you go to the festival, because they're doing a festival in Costa Mesa tomorrow, and it's just, man, like, sometimes festivals are just, it's just not fucking worth it. Just, and they're going to play, like, at 5 in the afternoon. Like, hey, Pretty Blue's going to play, like, at 6. And it's just like, I don't want to be fucking in Costa Mesa and then pay for festival and then dip out at like eight o'clock and then just be like, man, this was a waste. This is not something I want to do. You know, I'd much rather do what I do tonight than do what I do. But either way, uh, um, maybe they had another song or two on the fucking playable. So, you know, you got a little bit more for your money over here. Like they played well, and you know, to round the night off is Haybreed. Now you never know what you're gonna get with Haybreed, because I don't know what I'm gonna get anymore. I've seen the band so many times. Um, they are pretty much relegated to bigger festivals, and it's because there's a lot of fighting at their shows. That's been the case for many years. Um. As a matter of fact, me and my bro went to go see them in Pomona at the Glass House, and it was just like they had to stop the show like seven songs in because fucking too way too many fights. Nobody would stop. Nobody would stop fighting. Uh, and that wasn't the case here because of the layout of the monster. Like it just couldn't get too crazy, and like Haybreed was just there, like playing songs. And Haybreed, man. That's what I really wanted to go see because 
the last time I seen them was at Warp Tour, and they played like for 30 minutes, and I thought that was dope. But it wasn't like a full heat reset like one like I wanted. And this was the next time that they played out the West. And I'm all the way out in fucking San Diego, man. Like I came far to this shit because they they play this and they're playing Costa Mesa and they're not playing any other shows in LA. And this is their 25 year anniversary. And I've been fucking with them for about 20 years myself. Um, I was in like Flynn during Satisfaction is Death and Desire era. Um, Tattoo the Earth, which was like 98, maybe 99. Uh, it probably was 98. Um, you know, and fucking Slipknot took them on that shit, and I was blown away by Hatebreed then. And they still fucking blow me away, like, to this day. Like, goddamn 19, 20, or 21 years later, man. Fuck. If I think about 98, because I was in high school in 99, but I was already well aware of who Hatebreed was. Um, Tattoo the Earth was like going from 8th grade to ninth grade that little festival. Um, so 2008 would have been 10. 2018 would have been 20. And I've been fucking with them for damn near 20 to 21 years. It's a long fucking time to be listening to a band's shit for, you know, all those years. You know, I didn't even, usually I dust off a band's fucking discography if I haven't listened to it for a while and I'm, and I'm gonna go see them just to get reacquainted but there's I don't need to get reacquainted with Hatebreed not at all because I've I listened to Hatebreed straight up for about 10 years straight like and that was during the Acacia stream when I was listening to them for about a year I listened to Hatebreed like for years straight like it's just that's how good they were to me and that's what it is. I mean, that's, I listen to them like that that much. So I came tonight because I just wanted to be hit. Not not physically. I mean, I kind of wanted that too, but I just wanted to be hit. Well, I did not want no expectations, but you know, because if you get expectations like, oh, I fucking hope they play fucking Doomsayer, or I hope they play I Will Weird, or I hope they play like. Proven or or Call for Blood, your favorite song of all time, and you get hyped for it, and you show up and you're like waiting and waiting for them to play that song, and they don't play it, then you get left with like a sour taste because you didn't enjoy those other songs. Now everything that they played, I knew. Uh, it took me a while to get warmed up to seeing them and how rowdy it was. But once they got once I got warmed up, um, they opened up with "Empty Promises." Man, that song is legendary. You know, for me, that's probably if you throw on "Satisfaction" is the depth of desire, and you listen to that fucking first minute and a half song or two minutes song. I mean, it's a fucking short song. That song, it just, it's no holds barred, man. It's fucking great. That's one of the, I, I, I'm not sure if Satisfaction is in my top 10 albums of all time, but it's fucking damn near close. And I think it may have been 
an honorable mention. I had to go back and look at it or listen to it. But it's between that and Perseverance is, um, to me, I don't know, I'm sure which one got the top 10 and which one didn't. But Satisfaction, man, is fucking one of those albums from opening tip to the to the closing tip, closing seconds is fucking, and it's recorded in that old school hardcore style that a lot of bands try to imitate even though they're newer bands, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing that for? Like, record your shit right. It doesn't have to sound like you recorded in a fucking basement. But I, I'll give Hatebreed a pass because 20 years ago or 25 years ago, whatever the fuck they recorded that shit, you know, that's what was available to them, and that's what they had. Um, but they opened with Empty Promises, and they, and they played all, like, they played so many songs that I fucking loved throughout the years, um, Burn the Lies, uh, Driven by Suffering is one of those songs, too, that's probably my favorite song on Satisfaction, Driven by Suffering, uh, I should get a Hatebreed tattoo, and it should be that, it should be those words, Driven by Suffering, like, that's what it should be, like, you know, written on me somewhere, it's Driven by Suffering, if you don't know that song and you don't know Avery, you just throw that motherfucker on and listen to it on repeat. You know, from the from the old the the old so cliche um sound bite in front of the song to the fucking the heavy fucking riff to start it to the fucking the speed that it hits you with, and then how it ends, like, there's no better ending to a song than I, than I can think of that, or better ending to an album, maybe, than that, and that's all, that was fucking fantastic, man, they played Proven, they played I Will Be Hurt, Perseverance, um, as die hard as they come, destroy everything, to the threshold of fucking, um, Live for this, um, tear it down now. They played fucking so many, so many. They actually played a lot of fucking songs, man. I'm like drawing a blank as to everything they played, but under the knife, I hadn't heard that song probably in like 10 years, maybe 15 years, like the last time I heard that fucking song live, or have even thought about hearing that song. Um, mark my words. It goes on and on, man. They they played like probably like fifteen or twenty songs because all their songs are short. You know, they just hit you. Uh, last breath. They play last breath. You know. Um, they played so much shit, man. Uh, the song, the, they play that song off their newest shit, um, can't think of the name of it, I've listened to it, and I actually enjoy the song myself, but I don't know the name of it, uh, they play, they play phenomenal, man, the, the Hatebreed is fucking phenomenal, um, like I said, I, I when I'm crusted and old, and I'm no longer moshing, you know, I'm a 40-year-old man, 
45 year old man, I'm still gonna go smoke and watch Avery. I'm just gonna be chilling in the back, but I want to see uh, that band until they're done. Uh, it's one of those bands that just they meant they meant so much to me for so long. Uh, and the, the the fact that they're still doing it and they're you know. I don't get to see them that often because they're not from California. They're not like Bleeding Through. They're, you know, Bleeding Through plays a lot of home shows, as does anybody's band that plays in the home. They play they play in their home because the home kids know them. You know, they're just a homer band. Like, Hatebreed's not from California, so then we don't get their shows. Uh, but I've been fortunate enough to not see them a couple of times in the last few years after not seeing them for a while. It's yeah, been a few years since I had seen them. Uh, you know, I actually met them at the glass house. They did their meet and greet and shook everybody's hand. I got an autograph, took a picture, which I have someone. Uh, I moshed. You know, I got my money's worth. And, and they played well. And they're just heavy as fuck, man. They're heavy. They're fast. They're brutal. It's just, they're fucking, they're out of control. That band is out of control. Um, there's not, I don't know how many much more words I can say about that band, but they were phenomenal, man. Just fucking hatebreed, phenomenal. You just put that in a fucking sentence. Supremacy. Been supreme at this shit for a cool minute. And that is how my night fucking went. The concert was superb. Like I said, it wasn't a bad, boring band. You can tell when a band is boring. There wasn't a boring band at any point this night, in this night, which is, I didn't know many of them, I didn't know three out of the five bands, but I wasn't bored by them, I was actually like, okay, and every, all the bands, like, Stripe, like, I might try and go find a song or two from them, and, and I might find, try to find a song or two from Asesino, and I'm trying to try to find a look, look up the band that opened up, I mean, it wasn't, nothing was bad, you know, that's hard to say at some shows these days, like, some bands just fucking suck. But they play anyways. Um, but tonight was, you know, that, that show was well. The show was really well. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed my day. I'm heading home. I probably got another hour or so to get home. But I've been shooting the shit with you guys for about 58 minutes now. And that was my night. I was my little day trip to San Diego. Like I took a day trip to... Hollywood not that long ago, you know, this was my day trip to San Diego, um, like I said, this was the first concert down, I didn't get tickets to go see the Ghost Inside, uh, I was going to get it that Friday when they were announced, and I was like, okay, I'll get them as soon as I get out of work, or, but by the time I reacted, the shit was already sold out, the Ghost Inside is a no-go. For the time being, unless I want to pony up 200 bucks for goddamn fucking resale, but I'm not sure I want to do all that. Um, it's at the shrine. I don't know who they're playing with. Uh, $200 is a huge investment to go see a band live, and I don't even fucking pay that to go watch Slipknot at Knotfest. So I mean, it's kind of a thing. Like I'm like. Mm. Unless for some reason I'm sitting on like 10 grand in my bank account and I'm like, yeah, I get bored and the weekend's open. May, I might pull it, but 
it's not one of those things. Hold on, I'm not finished talking, so I'm going to have to stitch this episode together. Bear with me. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go see the ghost inside, I guess. Well, I don't know. It's not 100%, but it's like a high 95% I'm not going to go. There's just an odd chance. I mean, there's, you know... Do I really want to see them? Yeah, of course I do. This is her comeback after being in a fucking horrific bus accident. Damn near the band members, you know, barely escaped with their life. You know, yeah, I kind of want to see them. I really do. Like, the goal was to grab a ticket when they were on sale. I didn't think they were going to sell out in under an hour, which is not the case for most bands. Like, shit doesn't sell out that quick, ever. But it did. Late by a couple hours, which that kind of shit happens, you know. Oh well, I'll wait till I guess another time, or maybe they should talk to the shrine and move their shit to a bigger venue and sell double the tickets or triple the tickets. You know, they can go to anywhere else in LA and do a bigger show. Now, I'm not sure exactly how big the shrine is, but they can go other places a bigger show and sell more tickets. If that's the goal, to do more tickets. Or get more people to go. Holy shit, it's fucking raining hard right now. But either way, either way, I'm not going to the ghost inside, which is a bummer, but Hate Breeding Breeding Breed is now checked off the list. That That is a great fucking lineup, man. Hate Breeding Breeding Breed, same fucking stage. One right out. That shit is fucking incredible. You don't get that many line, good lineups stitched together, but this one was good. Now, up next is Bury Your Dead and Recon and Lionheart Hardcore in fucking Anaheim at Chain Reaction coming up later this month on the 23rd. And I can tell you right now, they're redoing Bury, the set from Bury Your Dead Alive. And oh boy, that shit is going to be a fucking jazz ride. I don't even need to fucking dust that motherfucker off either. I already know how that shit's going to play out. So I'm just going to go and fucking handle handle this fucking business, you know? You handle the fucking business. Um, They're up next. Followed by, I believe... As soon as I get some dollars, I'm going to buy the ticket for Excision in San Bernardino. Never been to a fucking a rave, but we're going to go to a rave and we're going to go fucking headbang. And I want to see Excision because I'm going to fucking expand my fucking mind. I'm not going to do any drugs, but I may or may not jack off in the car and get elevated that way. But yeah, Excision is coming up after that. They're in April. Uh, and then I got tickets already because I didn't want to get sold out. I already got tickets for Knock Loose and the Acacia Strain and Harm's Way and Sanction later on in April. And that shit is going to be a fucking ride, too. I got my tickets to that already. Um, outside of that, I got Exit Excision. I was eyeballing the Ghost Inside in July. But that shit sold out, so I don't know what the fuck. Like, I'm not gonna go see the ghost inside. But I do know Slipknot has announced 
they're not faced with Yeah, I'm not like excited to see anybody outside outside of Slipknot. And I'm gonna tell you right now, they're hitting San Bernardino. I really do want to see Slipknot. I may pony up the money to just get a fucking knot fist sticky, but I'm only going on the Slipknot day. I'm not going if they're doing this two day shit. I'm not going both days. And if there's going to be a bunch of sorry-ass fucking bands, I'm not getting there early to stay all fucking day to wait to see Slipknot. The bands aren't that they're on tour with are not anybody I listen to. I'll tell you that much. I, I, look, I looked at it and I was like, Alright, like, but I kind of want to see Slipknot because I haven't seen Slipknot in a few years now. And I really fucking blew it when they had their 10 year anniversary of Iowa, I believe. But I do know it is their damn near their 20 year anniversary of fucking Slipknot, Slipknot. And that is something that needs to be fucking seen. Because I do know that they're creeping up on about 20 years on that album as well. And you know what? They should fucking do a tour and only play those fucking songs. They need to, or at least play a majority of their shit be those songs. So, Corey and Slipknot Heads, you know, get your head, get your head in the game and start rehearsing, start, start practicing all that shit. I, I'm just waiting for them to drop the hint that it's going to be the that the tour for that album like the 20 years of that album like so i might cop a ticket too because no way i'm getting sold out of that motherfucker too that one's hitting in july too like i think 27th of july in san berduki um that's what i'm eyeballing i really wanted to go see unearthed and soulfly i think a week or two ago but it didn't happen uh, I kind of wanted to go see Devil Driver and Static X, but that may or may not happen. Probably not going to happen. Um, I can't think of anybody else that I want to see that comes to the top of my head. Randomly, Slipknot's on tour with Metallica in Australia, or fucking somewhere, I think Australia, doing like 10 shows, and I'm like, bro, bring that shit to the fucking states yo like shit bring it to the fucking west coast the fuck I'd pay damn near $100 or $150 a ticket to see that shit give me Slipknot with like an hour set and give me Metallica with like about an hour and 30 minutes set yo like give me that fucking shit uh You know, just give it to me. Like, bring that shit over here. We need it. We need it. But anyways, uh, so I'm, I'm eyeballing that. I got a few concerts. The summer of tours is is dropping hot. Once the summer's over, then we're going to get the winter rush of fucking shows. And I'm excited to see who's going to be playing. Because I want to see Mir again. I've been looking at Wage War... And I'm, like, waiting for them to get west again. Um, 
well, they're actually playing the Warp Tour, but it's kind of like, they're playing Mountain View, and Mountain View's all the way in San Francisco. I got a slew of movies coming up, too, and the movies, uh, I actually been dying to go see, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, I haven't gotten to see it, and, uh, Captain Marvel is out, and I want to go see that, and, you know, there's a bunch of movies, Godzilla's coming up quick, and, and when they, when I see these movies, uh, y'all are only getting about a few days, or maybe a week, before I talk about this shit with spoilers. So you're one of those people that's a spoiler fucking don't spoil this shit and too bad so sad. Fuck off my podcast. Y'all got a few days to a week at the most. If you don't, if your fucking favorite band or favorite superhero or favorite football team told you way in advance that, hey, this is going to happen. You know, if it's your favorite, the Captain Marvel is your favorite superhero character. And you've known that that motherfucking movie's been going to come out for already six months, and you don't make the fucking time to go watch the night out, or you don't buy the ticket within the first two or three days, uh, is it, are they really your favorite superhero? Really? Because when Godzilla drops, that's a holiday for me. It's 85 days away now. I've been on the countdown. Uh, I'm taking that, I'm leaving work early because I want to fucking, I might see it that Thursday and then I might see it again on Friday. That That's because I'm a fucking Godzilla fucking fan, motherfucker. Uh, I came to see through in a hatred in San Diego because it's the only time we're going to see both those bands together on the same stage and putting in work, you know. It's one of those fucking things. Like, they're your fucking favorite band. Make the fucking time to go fucking see them. It's, it's your favorite superhero. It's your favorite movie. Make the fucking time. Go see the shit. If I'd spoiled it for you, it must not be that fucking great of a fucking movie for you to be. Now, give me, don't give me this bullshit about I got kids, I got fucking work, I got fucking no money, I got fucking this, I got fucking that. All I hear is excuses. Um, similar to me trying to lose weight, I'm always like, damn, I didn't go up or down on the scale, but it, really, I just make excuses to eat like shit for a few days and then work hard for a few days, and I'm like, shit, I didn't go up or down. If I would eat right and fucking stay on my workout shit, it would be fine, but I mean, I don't, but that's neither here nor there, it's, it's just an excuse, especially if you know the fucking movie is only going to cost you, like, fucking, you could go see that shit for the cheap during the day on a Friday or a Saturday for, like, eight bucks, take the fucking day off work. Now I get, some people don't have eight bucks, some people don't have, or they can't just take the day off. I get it, but most motherfuckers don't work Sunday. So if the movie comes out Friday, you've got those, you got the weekend to go see it. Go fucking see it. Don't be a bitch. Um, 
I put an end to people spoiling shit because I go fucking watch it myself. So you want the spoilers? Uh, I already know them, so you can't fucking spoil me for shit. And especially if it's something that I actually like. You know, you can't spoil the fucking movie for me because I'll go fucking see it. You can't fucking spoil a concert for me because I will fucking go. You can't spoil a fucking TV show because I'm already watching it. Uh, you know, when Stranger Things 3 comes out, I'm not, you know, this is what it is. So, I don't know how this conversation got all the way to where it is now, but the summer of concerts just started today. This is my first concert of the year. It was fucking spectacular, man. Uh, this episode is running a little bit longer than an hour. It's about an hour and 15. But I just want to let you guys know, man, like, I have fun in San Diego for the day. Um, currently driving on the 15th North and fucking bumfuck fucking Wildemar, it looks like. Heading home. Still about 30 to 40 minutes out, probably 40 minutes out from my house. Um, but I'm in the bumfuck wilderness. The fucking support on me a second ago. The day was good. I had some good food. I saw some good sights. Did some little touristy shit. Visited San Diego for the day. Um, San Diego is not going to grow on me like San Francisco did because it's a totally different vibe, man. San Diego has the same issue as LA where the shit is kind of spread out. Like, you can't do so many things in one day because it's like everything is spread out. New York and San Francisco are closer in resemblance to each other. Um, they're actually a lot. They're very similar. Very, very similar. With Brooklyn being similar to Oakland, Brooklyn's a little bit closer distance-wise than Oakland is to San Francisco, but I mean, it's almost the same fucking setup, almost. It's probably one. And San Francisco is just so much fucking shit everywhere. You just start walking, and you don't even have to get in the car. You just start walking around. You're tripping over fucking everything. Museums, fucking bars, fucking downtown, fucking trolleys. Uh, San Diego reminds me more of L.A. Uh, shit's a little bit spread out, but it's a, it's low key. They have a lot of good areas to check out. Like, like I said, I like to stay in Coronado, the actual Coronado City. I'd like to stay there. I'd like to fucking stay the downtown. I'd like to stay Little Italy. I was in Little Italy, San Diego today, which is really dope. But you know, something I do now. I've been visited the Little Italy in San Diego. Visited the Little Italy in LA. I visited Little Italy in San Fran, and I've visited the Little Italy in New York. I don't know if there's any other Little Italys, but I'd like to go visit them too, if there is. Just I'd like to visit them. Um, I've been to, I've been to four Little Italys, and they're fucking fantastic, yo. Like it's a dope, it's a dope ass thing that there's a section of a town. In a major city that's dedicated to to Italy, that's kind of crazy to me, but it's cool. I've been to a few of them now. I've been to the one in San Diego. I actually walked around it. A um, little bit small, but it, you know, it's cute. Uh, and then the music, man. The the concert today. I give it like a like an eight out of ten. Like, 
you know, it probably averages, maybe 9 out of 10, it averages, it averages, but I only gave it like a 9 out of 10 and an 8 out of 10 because I didn't know half the show, but that's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just, I can't give you a fucking, an honest rating, because I don't know those bands, I don't know if they're, I don't know if the bands that played, actually played their good songs, or they just played shitty songs, that nobody knows, it could be the case, sometimes it is the case, um, but either way, I, I had a blast, man, um, so I've been shitting, shitting with you guys now for a couple minutes, and I'm just about done talking, because now my voice is kind of like itchy in the back, uh, but I got my mosh in, I fucking was hitting the head like four times, uh, had to take my earrings out because one fell off, and I was able to locate it after the show, just rolling around the floor, which was crazy, uh, I didn't buy anybody's merch, but I have, was wearing my bleeding through sweater all fucking day, because it's kind of cold over here, but yeah, I mean, I'm heading home, and I'm out, man. I'll catch you guys later. Uh, next Thursday, I don't know what the fuck we're getting into, but probably going to talk about Captain Marvel and maybe How to Train a Dragon. I'm trying to see both those movies uh, this weekend if I can. I might see Captain Marvel tomorrow because the motherfucker just wants to go see it tomorrow because I need to know what the fuck is up with Thanos, yo. This is the last movie before... End game before we get anything. This is it. This is the prelude to fucking destruction. So I might that might be my next topic. Maybe how to train train your dragon three. Even though we've now had three how to train your dragons, and that there is neither dragons nor do I know how to train them. But I'm gonna see that man. I see the other two. I really love the other two. So that might be what I'm gonna aim for next Thursday. All right, guys, I'm out. Late.